Albert Einstein said, everything is energy and that is all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Stay tuned to find out how energy applies to your health and is an essential part of healing your emotions and your physical health and your hormones. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident, and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription. I'm Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much for joining me today. As we dive into talking with Dr. Bradley Nelson about the emotion code, I am so very honored to have Dr. Nelson on this show. I have been a fan of his for years, read his book several years ago, and know his work is profound and deep and really helps people achieve not only the emotional balance, but the hormonal balance and the physical vitality that they're seeking. It really is the missing link when it comes to health. And we're going to talk about why in this episode, how these structures that monitor and maintain your hormones, your nervous system, your emotions, why they're so intertwined. And you may have noticed this in ways that might not be obvious to you, but we're going to talk about some of them. And we're going to talk about why they're so intertwined. So if you're trying to aim for vitality, physical vitality and longevity, you're trying to aim for hormonal prosperity and longevity and you want emotional balance, then this is the episode for you because Dr. Bradley Nelson has a very unique approach that was ahead of its time when it was introduced. We're going to talk about this quote from Albert Einstein about why everything is energy. What does that mean for your health? Because I know you're not hearing that at your HMO doctor's office. You don't go for your checkup and they say, did you know that you are energy? But you need to know this because if you're not addressing it, you're not going to be able to experience the health that's possible for you. We're going to talk about why energy medicine is the last great frontier in medicine. And another quote from Nikola Tesla that's amazing. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Bradley, and then we will get started. He has a very extensive biography, but every bit is worth reading and talking about. So I'm going to get into it. Then we'll have him on the show. So he's a veteran holistic physician, doctor of chiropractic, Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's one of the world's foremost experts on natural methods of achieving wellness, an international trainer and speaker, and author of the best-selling book, The Emotion Code. He has a new book, The Body Code, Unlocking the Body's Ability to Heal Itself. You definitely want to check that out. He was raised in Montana and grew up on the back of a horse. And as a child, he suffered two life-threatening illnesses, 
both of which were healed, not by traditional Western medicine, no surprise there, but by separate alternative methods that tap the power of energy. And these experiences were to shape his life going forward. In college, he studied computer programming and decided to pursue business as a career but after entering the MBA program at Brigham Young, he had an epiphany. He had asked God for guidance about his future. And one night he woke up and his mind was overflowing with thoughts of service to mankind and to humanity. Maybe you have that too. And if you do, you need to pay attention to it. And the feelings were absolutely overwhelming. His head was filled with thoughts of healing and helping the world. A voice that was crystal clear spoke to him saying, this is a sacred calling. So he entered, dropped out of MBA, entered Life Chiropractic College West in California, and graduated with honors. He began practicing as a holistic chiropractic physician and saw a wide variety of patients, many of whom had seemingly incurable conditions. He remembered learning about the computer that is the brain, the supercomputer, and how amazing it would be to access the data that's stored there to unlock keys to help these people who had seemingly incurable conditions to heal. And he started doing extensive study and disciplines such as ancient medical practices, psychology, and quantum physics, as well as the guidance of his own spiritual practice. And he discovered that packets of unprocessed emotion were the basis of most conditions. Have you ever felt like, well, that feeling is in me and I always feel that same feeling and it never seems to change or go away regardless of circumstances? If you haven't realized that, most people do feel that. They regurgitate the same feelings over and over. They don't realize it. So look back and think. The body is essentially energy and emotion is energy as well. When the energy of a negative emotion is trapped in the body in a packet, it impacts the body's self-healing system. And these trapped emotions are almost like tumors and can obstruct healing at their worst. They actually create disease and physical problems. So he designed a process using this knowledge and has helped thousands of people. He's trained thousands in how to do these processes as well to release their trapped emotions to harness the intrinsic genius of his patient's subconscious minds. You identify the trapped emotion in the subconscious and use the laws of energy and electromagnetic fields and employ the governing meridian to release them. If you're not sure what that is, don't worry, stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. And it's pretty sophisticated and subtle knowledge, but he's made it so simple that even a child can do it. And the process is called the emotion code. You remove emotional energies that have clustered in the body, around the heart, interfering with one's ability to find love, vitality, healing, success. And we're going to dive into what the heart wall is, where these packets are, how do you know if you have them, what do you do about it? And we're just going to go all over the place with Dr. Brad because he is a wealth of knowledge. He's also going to touch on his new book, The Body Code, and all the trainings that he has. He has a free gift for you that's going to help elucidate some of this. So without further ado, please help me welcome Dr. Bradley Nelson to the show. Thank you for having me on, Karen. I really appreciate it. It's great to be here. I came across your work a few years ago and the book, The Emotion Code, and it really has transformed my way about thinking about health and emotions and so many things. I think it's revolutionary and really can help so many women of every age, but particularly at midlife and beyond. That's really my focus. And I'm wondering if you can 
talk a little bit about, because this concept of emotions being trapped, emotions are kind of a mystery to a lot of women. Mm. (laughs) They don't realize that their hormones and nervous system are intricately involved with their emotional state and regulation or lack thereof. So I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about your journey to discovering what you discovered that you present in the emotion code. And there's so many things I want to ask you, and that's a jam-packed question, but start wherever you would like. Okay, absolutely. Well, I practiced as a holistic physician for about 18 years, and I was really obsessed with getting to the underlying causes of my patients' problems. And I was seeing all kinds of patients of all ages and with all kinds of physical and mental and emotional issues. And I was studying things, ancient methods of healing and modern methods. And I was doing everything I could to learn everything I could about how to fix my patients. And and I was also prayerful. Before I'd work on a patient, I would I would actually pray silently, you know, it was just a momentary pause, really. Nobody ever knew that I was asking for help from up above for people. But but that was really interesting because over those 18 years, there were a number of occasions where information would suddenly just flood into me about what to do and how to help someone. And what I learned was that all of my patients, no matter how young or old they were, no matter what they were suffering from, no matter what their symptoms were, they all had one thing in common. And that was they were all suffering from the effects of their emotional baggage. And let me explain how that works because it, it's it's kind of a strange thing. We're not used to thinking about emotional baggage. I mean, we use that phrase, right, Kieran? We, we might say, well, you know, that, that gal, she's got a lot of emotional baggage or that guy's got a lot of emotional baggage. Well, we all have emotional baggage. But what we're now finally beginning to understand in the 21st century is what our emotional baggage is, number one, and number two, what that emotional baggage is actually doing to us. So let me explain. First of all, you have to understand that uh, these bodies of ours, even though they seem solid and three-dimensional, the reality of it is if you talk to a physicist, especially someone who is working with quantum physics, they will tell you, well, the body really is an energy field. I mean, if you if you zoom in, for example, on your hand and you zoom in, magnify your hand with a big microscope and you go past the level of the cells and past the organelles and past the molecules until you're eventually looking at a single individual atom, the molecules are made of atoms, we're made of atoms, right? But if you were to look at that atom and look inside that atom, you'd see there's really nothing there. It's just empty space. It's just energy. And you'd see that the next atom is a long distance away. And so really... These bodies of ours are made of atoms, which are made really of nothing but pure energy. It's hard for us to wrap our minds around that, but that is the truth of our existence. And in fact, as strange as it is, it gets even stranger. Some quantum physicists recently, I think, to make a point to try to help the rest of us understand the true nature of our reality, they said that if you could remove all the empty space from everyone's body on Earth, you could fit all 7.8 billion people in the world into a box the size of a sugar cube. Right? It's kind of mind-blowing, but that's really the reality of who we are. And so even though our bodies seem solid, they really are energy fields. Our body, you know, your body is, is a very complex energy field. But when you're feeling an emotion, what's going on is that every emotion has its own specific frequency and its own vibration. And so if you're feeling an emotion of anger, that's a different frequency than sadness and so on. And 
if you're feeling that emotion and that emotion is very powerful, that energy, that vibration may become trapped in the body. Uh, there are two situations where this typically occurs. If the emotion is very powerful or if we make it very powerful, we choose to become really upset, which of course we've all done. Uh, or if an emotion is coming up for you and you decide you're going to not allow that and you just stuff that emotion and you bury it so that you can move on with your life, then that's unexpressed. And so we end up with these emotional energies trapped in our bodies. The first time that I saw this actually was a woman that thought she was having a heart attack. And she, uh, I'd seen her before, but it had been a few months. And one day she, she comes in, she's got numbness on the left side of her face. Her left arm's totally numb. She's got crushing chest pain, difficulty breathing. I told my staff, look, we might need an ambulance. We were right next to a medical center, so I knew we could get one really quickly. So I brought her into a room and I started doing some testing. Now with the emotion code, what we do is we ask questions and we get answers from the body by using muscle testing. And so, so if you can imagine, I have her holding her arm out parallel to the floor and I'm asking questions and her subconscious mind is responding with strength for yes or weak for no. That makes sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Applied okay. kinesiology style. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kinesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Anyway, so I'm asking questions. Well, do you have a trapped emotion that's contributing to your symptoms? And the answer was yes. And then we have a chart of emotions in the emotion code that looks like this. And there are, that's legible or visible. There's 60 emotions on yeah, here. And, and yeah. actually, Dr. Brad has a link we'll give you at the end of the show where you can go and view this and actually download it. So go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so I asked, do you have a trapped emotion that's contributing to this, these symptoms? And the answer was yes, very strong. And so I found very quickly the answer was um, the emotion was grief. And then we needed to know a little more. And so I tested a little more and found out that this had actually occurred, this emotional energy become trapped in her body three years before. And all of a sudden she breaks down crying. And she said, I can't believe that's affecting me. She said, I thought I dealt with all that. And I said, well, what happened to you? She said that three years before her husband had an affair and or was having an affair and she found out about it and then confronted him with the evidence. And the marriage blew up and she was so betrayed. She was really in love with him, thought she was going to be with him forever, right? And that was the end of that. And so they ended up getting a divorce and then she spent a year in therapy dealing with it and had even recently gotten remarried. So as far as she was concerned, that was just her ex and he betrayed her and that was, she was trying to put it behind her. But as far as her body was concerned, that betrayal, that grief that was so powerful three years before was still there, still right there. And in fact, when I release that energy, and it just takes a few seconds, we just swipe down the middle of the back with a magnet or your hand, the feeling came back into her face and into her arm within about three seconds. And all of a sudden, the crushing chest pain, the difficulty breathing, it was all just gone. And she left the office about 10 minutes later after joking with me and my staff. And then I remember sitting at my desk after she left thinking, what in the world what did I just witness? How is that possible? Now you think about your own life, right? You think about the things that you have been through because we have all been through things. We've all been through things we'd rather not have gone through. You know, we've been through deaths in the family. We've been through breakups. Uh, a lot of us have been through divorces. We've had problems with our kids and injuries and accidents and all kinds of things. And so the emotions that we experience, sometimes those can stay with us. And what I found in practice that's 
just so unbelievable is that our emotional baggage is 90% of the time the reason for physical pain. It's the reason why people gain weight and can't lose it. It's one of the reasons. It's a reason behind every disease process that we've seen now in 35 years. Think about that. So if you've been diagnosed with a disease, I can guarantee you there is an emotional component to that disease process. And you can do everything else right, but if you miss that component, then you might not get over the disease because that's a piece of that puzzle. And of course, Western medicine is still a number of years away from recognizing this, but, but this is the reality. And so getting rid of that emotional baggage is one of the most amazing, one of the best things you can actually do for yourself, for your physical health, for your mental health and your emotional health. Yes, it's astounding to me. And so when you say the energy, the emotional baggage, it's almost like the emotions are energy in motion. And these, if these emotions aren't allowed to go through the cycle that they go through and dissipate and be metabolized, that they stay there almost like I envision these little packets, kind of quantum packets of energy that are sealed off from the rest of the system. Is that how you would explain it? Yeah, that's actually a really great way to explain it. I mean, there's an emotional process. I call it the emotional loop that we go through. When an emotion starts to be felt, if you think about what happens, first of all, some kind of stimulus occurs. Someone says something to you or you see something or you think something or hear something. An emotion starts to automatically come up for you. And most of the time, we allow that emotion to come up and we you know, maybe think the thoughts that go along with that emotion or feel the physical sensations with that. And then most of the time, we allow that energy to kind of dissipate and go away. And so that emotional loop opens and we feel the emotion and we allow it to dissipate and the loop closes on that experience and that experience is over and we're ready for the next one. And we do this all the time every day, right? But again, if that emotion is coming up and we decide, no, I'm not going to go there. That's a bad emotion. I don't have time, whatever. And we stuff that emotion. Then that energy that's been trying to express is suspended in the body in some way. And we don't really understand how this works, but the other the other circumstances, if an emotion comes up and it's just so intense or so overpowering, you know, your parent dies unexpectedly, or suddenly your your husband asks you for a divorce, or a child is hurt in a terrible accident, or, you know, whatever. Sometimes the emotion is just so powerful we can't really deal with it, and that energy becomes trapped in the body in that way too. Or sometimes an emotion comes up, and we decide that we're going to empower that emotion and really go over the top by getting really upset. We've all done that too. And that can also amplify that energy. So that normal process, almost like breathing in the emotional feeling and then breathing it out, that gets stuck. And so the loop then stays open. So we have an open loop for that emotional experience. And so the emotion code is just a way to find these open loops and close them. And But it's, it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable how powerful this is. And that's what's driving the success of this all over the world. You know, for example, uh, they just sent me, this is the book in Vietnamese I just got. Nice. Is, you know, this is Mandarin. I've got on the wall behind me, I've got all kinds of books from all over the world. We were just in Japan. This is the book in Japanese, you know. But it's going all over the world. And the reason why is because it's a very, very simple, easy method that anyone can use. 
So we certify people in this method. We've got people all over the world. We've certified over 12,000 people in the emotion code in 80 countries or so. But you can actually do this yourself as well. And so you can begin to heal your own emotional baggage. And, you know, if you think that you don't have emotional baggage, then I regret to inform you (laughs) that you do. Right. That, that would be a question I would ask you because some people listening are going to think, I don't have that. And, you know, in my experience, the, the more education and training I've had in this field and the more I've gotten uh, my own energetic training and my own energetic path of healing, the more I realize that we really are emotional phobic as a society and I would say emotionally constipated. We don't know what to do with our emotions. We suppress them. We deny them. We we do anything but honor them and feel them. So the average person listening right now is thinking, oh, that's not me. I don't have that. So what would you say to her? Well, you know, I have met people in my life that have had a lot less trapped emotions. And those are the kind of people that, that are really unflappable, that that are able to kind of maintain an even keel no matter what's going on in their lives. Even those people, and they're kind of rare, really, especially in, in this culture in the U.S., I think, they're, they're prone to, to develop less trapped emotions. But, you know, even those people have emotional baggage. The average adult, in our experience, has probably around 300 separate emotional energies that have become trapped in their bodies. And... So it's a process of learning how to release these. And then you can have someone help you to get rid of your emotional baggage, or you can do it yourself. It's easy enough that kids are doing it. In fact, let me share a story with you. Sure. We were, we were at an event some time back, and a woman told us this story. She said that she started reading the Emotion Code book, and she had the book on audio and started listening to it and reading it. And her son started reading it and listening to it. And he started practicing with his friends, and she thought, she thought it was cute. And... Uh, a couple of days go by, or sorry, a couple of weeks go by. And one day the phone rings, she answers the phone and it's a woman calling her who identifies herself as the mother of one of her son's friends. And she said, listen, my son has had a severe phobia of water all of his life. And you know, you can have a phobia to anything. And she said, she said, it's really been very disruptive to our life and to his life. And we've tried everything. We've taken him to everybody we could think of for years and nothing's ever touched this. She said, right now I'm at the community pool. And she said, my son is out playing in the water. The other boys for the first time in his life, she said, your son did this. How is this even possible? What in the world is he doing? Well, those two boys are only 11 years old. That's how easy this can be. And yet how incredibly life-changing it can be because you see our behaviors are largely governed by the emotional baggage that we've picked up during our life. Who knows what happened to him? Maybe he was stuck in the womb a little too long, you know, or maybe he had an experience where he thought he was going to drown when he was a baby. And so I don't know what the emotion was, but you can develop trapped emotions in the womb as a baby. It's even possible. In fact, this is something that's not unusual at all. It's even possible for us to inherit emotional energy at conception from mom or dad that they might have gotten at conception from their mom or dad. And these can go back for many generations. And so it's so interesting because, you know, the reason right now that you might be having trouble finding love or maybe the reason why you're having a hard time making money, it might be because, you know, maybe your great, great, great grandfather was thrown into the poorhouse, or maybe 
maybe your ninth grade grandmother was jilted at the altar and that energy has been passing down your line and it's in you now. It's really wild, but it's easy to find even these kinds of things and release them. So yeah, this, this work is so fun and it's, it's changing lives all over the world. It is. It's fascinating. And, you know, as you're talking and I'm, I'm realizing some people are thinking, well, this is a little woo woo for me, Kieran. And I'm, what I'm going to say is woo woo is the new must do. Science is validating and has validated all of these things that Dr. Bradley is talking about. So if you're not, if you didn't get the memo, you need to get on board the train because this is what's keeping you from the physical health that you want, the life that you want. It's what's keeping you from everything that you want. I'm wondering if you can talk maybe a little bit about the scientific research that has confirmed many of the connections between emotions and health, if you would touch on that. Sure. Well, let's first of all talk about inherited trapped emotions, since we were just sure. talking about that. One of the very first studies that started to shed some light on this and that blew a lot of people's minds was a study that was done, I think it was about 15 years ago, where they were studying mice. And what they would do is they would they would subject mice to an electrical shock and at the and which sounds terrible but it, it, i don't think it was too bad but at the same time that they were giving them this electrical shock they would blow the smell the scent of cherry blossom into their cages and so after doing that a few times the mice became conditioned to the smell of cherry blossom and so then all they had to do of course was just blow that smell into their cage and they'd have a fear reaction right well they found that the offspring of these mice had that same kind of fear reaction. So that even though mice several generations down the line that had never smelled cherry blossom in their entire lives, when they would give them that scent to smell, they'd have a fear reaction. And they were trying to figure out, well, how in the world is this happening? How are these mice teaching their offspring to be aware and to be scared of cherry blossom scent? So what they did is they took uh, sperm from these mice that had been sensitized. They took that sperm across the campus and impregnated female mice that had never been shocked and that had never smelled cherry blossom. And uh, they found that the offspring of those female mice were also sensitized. And so scientists are trying to figure this out still to this day. I mean, they're looking at the DNA under the microscope and trying to figure out how in the world is this happening. But we know how it's happening. It's because of the these energies. It's a quantum phenomenon, you see. It's trapped emotional energy. And so there have been books written about, for example, the the offspring of the, the grandchildren, for example, of Holocaust survivors. And they find that their DNA is a little different and that they're more susceptible to disease and so on. They're very different from the normal population. And the only possible explanation is what the grandparents went through in the Holocaust and how they survived that. So anyway, there are lots of studies that have been done. An amazing study that was done on childhood trauma that found that um, if you experience trauma as a child, if you were bullied or abused in some way, then the odds of you suffering from some major disease years down the road is greatly enhanced. And so there's lots and lots of studies that have been done. We did our own study actually with uh, post-traumatic stress and uh, depression and found that within about three weeks, using the emotion code, the people that were in our study reported improvement in their symptoms of about 36 to 37% within about three weeks. So if you're dealing with depression or PTSD, but what we're finding is that emotional baggage uh, 
is the underlying cause of these things. Uh, depression, anxiety, phobias, panic attacks, PTSD, eating disorders, self-sabotage of all kinds. And of course, if we bring that back around to hormones, you might think that, well, hormones are a completely separate thing. But let me tell you, emotional baggage is massively important in the regulation of your hormones and the production of your hormones. When you have emotional baggage, what it can do is it can really dramatically interfere with the production and the normal flow of a whole hormonal system. One of the things that uh, that I used to do when I was in practice and since then too, although I don't practice anymore because we, we mainly just teach people around the world, but I've worked a lot with women who could not conceive. And of course, you think about how important hormones are to conception and carrying a child. Well, the last, the last three women that I worked with over the last few years all ended up having triplets, <laughs> which I wasn't, sh- I w- you know, I wasn't sure if I should apologize or what, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, yeah. But if you think about it, if you think about this, the the hormone system in the, in the female body. If you think about reproduction, what I used to tell uh, my female patients is that the male re- reproductive system is kind of like a tractor and somebody's wired the, the throttle open and it's there's no one on it. It's just chugging its way you know, along. The female reproductive system, on the other hand, is a, like a Formula One race car. And it's got all these different moving parts and components. And if everything is working well, then it can go 200 miles an hour and you can conceive and you can have a child and so on. But... But if there's anything that's not quite right, then things aren't going to work. And so I've seen cases where I'm convinced one single trapped emotion was enough to stop the whole process. In fact, it's so interesting. We had a young woman who came to us a number of years ago who was suffering from vaginismus. She'd been married about six months. And she told us that she'd been sexually abused as a child, but she was suffering from vaginismus. So she and her husband had not been able to consummate their marriage. They had not been able to have sex because, of course, vaginismus is where the the vaginal opening just tightens down. Nothing's getting in there. And so we worked on her, released some trapped emotions, and her mother called us a couple of days later. She said, listen, she said, I just want you to know whatever you did worked because she said everything's working. So her husband's coming home from you know, he's coming home and spending lunch at, at home now. They're trying to catch up. <laughs> so. That's great. Yes, most women probably aren't aware, and I do just want to tie that in a little more to what Dr. Bradley's saying, is that your emotions are regulated primarily in your midbrain and the amygdala, and your nervous system and your hormones are also regulated from the same area. So these brain structures that regulate emotions, your nervous system, and your hormones are very interrelated and tightly controlled in that area. And imbalance in one is going to affect the other. Particularly when it comes to negative emotions, it will affect your cortisol primarily. And then, you know, I call cortisol queen cortisol. She will be served (laughs) by any means necessary. And she's going to take down your female hormones, your estrogen, your progesterone, your male hormone, testosterone, and really dysregulate the whole system in order for survival, which depends on cortisol. So I just wanted to give you all a little bit of a concrete reference point as to how important this is. And 
And again, to anyone who's saying, oh, this is woo-woo, I love this quote you shared from Albert Einstein that I want to share with everyone, everything is energy, and that is all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Albert Einstein said it a long time ago. And now we're just starting to to really understand what many ancient cultures have known for eons that, like Dr. Mehmet Oz says, energy medicine is the last great frontier in medicine, right? Yes. In fact, Einstein himself said the medicine of the future will be the medicine of frequencies because he understood what our bodies really are. And it's so fascinating. In fact, Nikola Tesla, again, you know, one of the most brilliant people that ever lived said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And so it's such an exciting time, really, Kieran, because we're really just now beginning to understand and put into practical use these ideas. And um, it's what I've been spending my whole career on this, trying to understand this and trying to uh, trying to figure out how our bodies actually work. And so that's uh, that's why I wrote the Emotion Code book was because I saw what was happening with my own patients and what a what a dramatic difference this was making for people uh, in terms of their ability to get over disease processes and to be able to feel more love and to be able to have a happier life and get rid of all of these mental and emotional and physical issues. It's it's really unbelievable. I mean, 80% of the physical and and mental emotional issues that we have are really because of our emotional baggage, the things we've gone through, or in many cases, the things our grandparents went through or great-great-grandparents or whatever. So so the beauty of this is that it's simple and anybody can use it. And it's, it's something that, again, even kids, uh, you know, can use and, and um, so fun stuff. And how would somebody go about starting to address this? They hear what you're saying, they get it. They probably even know they have some emotional baggage. They've got some health issues. They're convinced. And how do they go about starting to work with this? We have a free gift for mm-hmm. all of you. And that is you can go to our website at emotioncodegift.com. And if you go to emotioncodegift.com, I'll go there really quick, emotioncodegift.com. And what we have there is something that we call the Emotion Code Starter Kit. So what you get is you get the first two chapters of the Emotion Code book. And this is all free. You get the chart. And you also get um, a video series. It's called Intro to Energy Healing. We created this so that people can kind of get their feet wet and it doesn't cost anything. You can read the first couple of chapters of the book and see if you want to read the rest of it. Of course, the book's available on Amazon and Audible and everywhere books are sold, you know, Barnes and Noble and so on. This will kind of give you more information about how this really works. And you'll learn how you can start to release this emotional baggage that you have. We all have it. So I'm curious if you've looked at any plant medicine, psychedelics, I think they just submitted approval to the FDA for MDMA for the indication of PTSD assisted psychotherapy. And there's a lot of research on psilocybin and there's a big upswing in the use of plant medicines to help people heal emotionally. And one thing that I've always thought since reading your book was 
But what about that you actually need to, emotions are a certain type of intelligence and they have messages that need to be felt and honored. They're kind of gifts that give us information. And if you're using other techniques to change the energy of them, have they served their purpose? And are you doing some type of bypass is my question. So I guess it's a two-part question. One, if you're using energy techniques to clear these, are you bypassing their original intent? And is that wholly sufficient to heal them? And then my other question would be around kind of compare and contrasting the use of these technologies that you've developed with psychedelics? Two-part question. Okay, well, first of all, first of all, yeah, you're absolutely right. When we experience an emotion, that emotion is coming up as a response to some kind of stimuli. And the emotion that we're feeling is the result of not only what's going on in that moment, but what's gone on in the past and also the energy, uh, whatever emotional energy is trapped in the body. Because remember, every emotion has its own particular frequency and its own particular vibration. And so if you're feeling an emotion of anger, that's a specific frequency different from grief and so on. So when that emotion is coming up for you, that is partly because of other energies that are trapped in the body. And one of the things that we find is that when you remove these trapped emotions, what happens is you're not as likely to experience that emotion anymore, that feeling. To give an example, I remember I had a patient that came in one day, we were working with her and uh, found that she had a trapped emotion of resentment. And we traced it back to when she was 18 years old. And she said, oh yeah, I know exactly what that's about. And uh, she said, when I was in high school, I always resented this cheerleader. And she said, it's been 20 years now or so since I got out of high school. But she said, I don't, she said, I don't even remember why I resented her. But she said, even now, if I think about that girl, I can feel the resentment kind of welling up inside of me. And she said, I've always resented her and I, I, I still do. And so we released the trapped emotion of resentment from her. And a couple of days later, she came back in and she said, you know, last night I was with a friend and that girl's name came up. And for the first time, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel that resentment. So if you think about it, what we're doing with the emotion code is we are we're removing the, the emotional energies. And it's all really, in my opinion, it's really all about our learning. Because you see, most of us, most people believe that they're at the mercy of their emotions, that, that there's really not anything they can do. The emotions that they experience are carrying them from one place to another. And and they're they're kind of a victim of that, but I think that what we are what we're part of what we're here to learn is that we have control and we can choose our emotions for the most part. Most of the time, we can choose higher emotions. We can choose curiosity instead of anger. We can choose, you know, like for example, my wife and I have raised seven kids, and we would that's one thing we would do when a child would do some stupid thing. We would look at each other and say, well. Okay, I'm curious. How long do you think this child is going to keep doing this kind of thing? Well, I don't know, honey. I'm curious too. What do you think? So we can choose higher emotions. And I think that that's a big reason why we're here is to to learn ultimately really to choose unconditional love and total acceptance for people instead of these lower mm-hmm. energies, these lower vibrations. So that's part of it. I think that as far as So in other words, it's all for our learning, I think. When we find emotional energy that's become trapped in the body, that's essentially like an open loop from 
abuse or divorce or whatever it might be. Ultimately, what does it do? Well, it's a burden that we have that we're carrying that's interfering with the pure expression that is that energy field that is what we are. So as we release those, that pure essence of who we are becomes more able to express and we haven't actually even talked about the heart wall, but uh, that's a whole nother Let's thing. talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Do we have, can we talk about it in like eight minutes? <laughs> I think we can, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that so, would be great. Okay. So, when doctors first started doing heart transplants, it didn't take long before they noticed people would come back in and they would report strange things like their taste in music or food or sports had totally changed, or they would have memories of being in places that they never in their life had ever visited. And there are books written about this. And in every case where these families were connected with the, uh, with the donor, or sorry, with the, when these transplant recipients were connected with the, the families or the relatives of the heart donor, they would find out that, well, yes, our son was a baseball player. And now you love baseball. Maybe that's why, or yeah, our daughter visited Rome every year it was her favorite city in the world. Now you have memories of being in Rome, but you say you've never, ever visited Rome. So the, the heart has something called cellular memory. The heart is the second brain. We believe now of ancients believe the heart was the seat of the soul and the source of love and creativity and romance. And we've always kind of just thought that those ideas were just poetic license, but now we're beginning to realize that there's actually truth there. And uh, in fact, they now know that there is something called the little brain in the heart. That's, there's gray matter and white matter there. And the messages that are going between the brain and the heart are predominantly from the heart to the brain. And so we think now that the, the brain in your head is obeying the messages that are being sent by the brain in your heart. Well, here's what happens. When you feel like your heart is going to break, we've all felt that at one point or another. When that's going on and you're feeling that pressure on your chest, you're really deeply suffering, someone's really hurting you, you're deep in grief or whatever it is, your heart's under assault at that point. And so the subconscious mind will gather emotional energies around the heart to protect the heart. And those energies form into something that we call a heart wall. And a heart wall is an energy field that is surrounding the heart. And I never in my wildest dreams would have ever imagined this, but this is a real thing. And 93% of people have put up this wall. Now, when you have a heart wall, what happens is it makes it much more difficult for you to truly connect on a heart-to-heart -heart level with other people. It makes it more difficult for you to find love, to stay in love. It makes it more difficult for you to manifest that perfect blueprint for your life that I believe lies within that heart of yours, because I think the heart is really the seat of the subconscious. And what we find is that when that wall is taken down, people fall in love who never thought they would. People have creative ideas that start to flow spontaneously to them. All kinds of amazing things happen. And that's that really truly is one of the big, it's one of the big driving forces behind the success of this book all over the world is that um, when people get those emotional energies removed from around their heart, all of a sudden, they may feel peace for the first time in their life. They may be able to feel, I mean, these are things from people, from people have told us these things, that mm -hmm. for the first time, sometimes they're able to feel, experience, they're able to experience things like joy or love. It's, it's the most important part of the emotion code. And, and in fact, it is a major, major cause. I believe the single biggest underlying cause of depression the worst cases of depression that I've seen in my career, people who were who had to decide every day if they were going to take their life and or live one more day by removing that wall around their heart. I've seen those people turn around in literally in a matter of days completely. Really? 
So how really? might someone suspect that they have a heart wall? Well, if you can think back to a time in your life when you felt like your heart was going to break, if you've been through some heartbreaking things, like I said, 93% of people in our experience have put up a wall like this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've seen people who were celibate, who had sworn off ever having a relationship. I've seen them within a matter of weeks, find the right person and, and fall in love. I mean, it's unbelievable, really. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, I remember reading about it in the book. And it makes sense to me. I do feel I've been having experiences lately. I share very openly about my experiences on the show, and I, but I haven't shared this. I haven't talked about it, but I've been having this Kundalini experiences. And that really starts at the base of the spine and then starts reaching up and going through the heart. And the rush of opening that I've experienced during some of these in the heart area is a different experience of the heart energy than I've ever had. And I imagine what you're talking about is kind of like that. It's this opening and freeing of, I see the heart kind of as a rose and that the energy can flow more freely. And like you're saying that there's gray matter and white matter in there, and it really is the brain. I know we, we think this lob of fat that we carry around on our, in our heads is the king and queen of everything, but I don't think that's the case. I agree with you. It's probably more visceral and in our chests, like in our heart. Yeah, I, I believe that we really are designed to be heart-based beings. We're designed, I think, uh, to live from our hearts. But somewhere along the line, we've gotten to this point where most people are living from their brain. They're trying to create their perfect life by using this this analog computer. But the software for us, really, our pure essence lies within our hearts. And it's so fascinating because when that wall is taken down, the things that we see happening... There's lots of, I mean, we've got 10,000 plus, maybe 20,000 testimonials now, people around the world about this kind of thing. And you can see some of those on our website at discoverhealing.com. But it's the Uh most amazing thing. And by the way, I didn't mention this, but one of the most beautiful things about the emotion code is that if you learn how to use it for people, you automatically know how to use it for animals as well. And it's phenomenally powerful for animals. You've got an animal that's got a physical or a behavioral issue you can probably fix that in short order with the emotion code. I mean, it's there's a whole chapter in both the emotion code book and the body code book about animals. And it's a great proof of this work because there's no placebo effect with animals. Uh, they're just animals. And yet we see that they have emotional baggage and getting rid of that baggage can make an enormous difference for them too. Yes, so many applications, pets, you can treat your family. And I love that in the book, you really, you really can do this yourself. It's very easy to do and applicable. So we will have the link for the free gift in the show notes. But if you'd like to give that again, give all the places, share all the places that people could find out more and find you online, find the book. I so appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this brilliant technology that you have discovered, developed, I'm not sure which, but it's it's very beautiful and very valuable. So thank you so much for sharing it. Well, thank you. And people can, can find us at discoverhealing.com. That's our main website, discoverhealing.com. You can go to emotioncodegift.com and 
get the first couple of chapters of the book for free. My personal blog is drbradleynelson.com. It's D-R-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-N-E-L-S-O-N.com. And of course, we're all over the you know social media too. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and so on. Great. Perfect. So I highly recommend that you go and look at the free gift, read the first couple chapters of the book. Like I said, the the chart that Dr. Bradley showed earlier is there. You can read that chart and you can get started working on your heart wall, your emotional baggage, which will help you with your hormones. Thank you again so much for joining me today for another episode of The Hormone Prescription. I look forward to seeing you on social media and hearing how you are applying the things that you've learned today and the results that you're experiencing. I'll see you next week for another episode. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon.